Oh, there we are. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning. Mm -hmm. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? I pray that you're having a great day so far. Glory to God Almighty. Hallelujah. Sorry, you guys. I'm coming on a couple minutes late here because, um, ooh, girl, <laughs> sister was tired. Um, <laughs> and uh, I needed to get me some coffee. I realized, sat down and realized, hey, where is my coffee? <laughs> Let me go grab some real quick. So here she is. Isn't she a beauty? You can't see the inside of the cup, but can you see that? There she is. My wonderful, beautiful friend, coffee. <laughs> so um, I am uh, back here uh, with you guys for another episode of How to Slay in Prayer. And uh, today's topic is going to be called uh, focus. We're going to talk a little bit about focus. Um, I know we spoke uh, previously about something similar, which was accuracy. Uh, but now we're going to talk about focus. We're going to zoom in a little bit more uh, concerning that topic because I just feel, you know, the spirit leading me that way. So, um, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. And uh, I just want to uh, welcome everyone who is uh, going to be joining me here uh, by way of live stream on Podbean. Podbean. <laughs> uh, those of you who will be joining me by Podbean, uh, welcome uh, the live podcast over there. I'm very grateful for Podbean, even though sometimes they frustrate me. You know, I'm trying to figure out how to get my uh, my ads back <clears throat> on my um on my audio, on um, my episodes, and everything. Because when I set them. Um, for somehow they're not, they're not sticking or whatever. So, you know, uh, I know some of you over there, you probably, um, uh, remember a short while back before I switched to this, uh, podcast platform, uh, the new one, which is called Podbean. I have, um, I had ads, you know, that uh, they were putting ads on my, uh, content and everything, which, you know, I really don't mind because, um, the little, you know, the money was building a little bit over there and I was like, Oh, okay. I can earn a little bit from this and that'll help to cover, uh, some of the things that I, um, need to keep this going, you know what I'm saying? And cover some of the time uh, that I put in. And so, yeah, very, very grateful for that. So I'm trying to uh, work that out and figure, figure that out is probably me because, you know, you know, when you, when you becoming an old lady, then, <laughs> then you, you, you know, you're not as sharp as you used to be, you know what I'm saying? Like you'd be trying to figure stuff out and, and you know, maybe five years ago, this would have been a breeze, but today I don't think so. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. You know, I, 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 I uh, um, I joke around a lot about my age and stuff like that, which I know I'm, I'm not, very old, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just sometimes I look, I think about, wow, you know, some people are great grandmothers by now, you know, some people are, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, by the grace of God, you know, he has kept me uh, 
youthful and strong. Um, and, um, you know, I'm very glad the Bible talks about Abraham, how, you know, even in his old age, you know, his eyes were not dim. You know what I mean? Like he was still kicking, you know, <laughs> so that's how I want to be. I want to be like Abraham um, when I get old and hoary head. Well, I'm already hoary headed. Uh, Y'all know what that means. That means gray headed, hoary head. That means gray head. It's in the Bible. Look it up. It's in the book of Psalms. But <laughs> when I get old and uh, <clears throat> older, you know, I want to still be able to have all my mechanics working. You know what I'm saying? Like my eyesight and my, my hearing and everything like that. And, you know, so, yeah, that's enough talking about old age. I'm a young chicken. I'm a spring chicken. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, welcome to you guys on the podcast. Um, and welcome uh, to all of you who are joining me by way of Facebook Live or Facebook and YouTube on live video stream. So welcome. Uh, thank you to StreamYard, <laughs> who uh, hopefully one day will be sponsoring these videos. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It's Look, I, I, I'm goofy late at night before I go to sleep when I'm sleepy. And I'm, goof, I'm goofy in the morning, probably goofier in the mornings when I'm sleepy. So cheers. <laughs> oh, that's a good cup of coffee. Y'all need to get y'all a Keurig if you haven't gotten one already. So anyway, um, we are uh, going to go ahead and uh, pray. I just want to kind of give a few minutes for people to come on and uh, join me um, here. And I know many of you will probably be coming on late. That's all right, because, you know, it is um, it is uh, Saturday morning and uh, this is your sleep in day, right? This is your sleep in day. Uh, you've been working all week and, you know, you deserve it. You earned it. So go ahead. Sleep in, girl. Um, let me know if you guys um, are interested in. Um, uh, um, mm, no, that's OK. <laughs> I just feel like the earlier for me, the better. I was going to say, let me know if, if, if it's if it's easier for you guys to um, catch this you know, to, to do this at a later time on Saturday. But then I thought about it and I'm like, no, you know, you can, you can always catch the replay. And then also, um, sorry, messing with my hair here. Also, um, um, what was I about to say? Also, hmm. <laughs> the age that you, you see the senior moment. Are you noticing the senior moment? Um, also, uh, if you wait, you know, if we wait too late in the day, then, you know, people get busy and, and running around and stuff and you definitely won't be on, you know, won't be uh, joining me. So I think the earlier, the better. Just get it out of the way. Uh, that's, you know, that's why I do this one in the morning on Saturday. And uh, if you can't make it, then, you know, just, just catch the replay. It's all right. Um, but yeah, so I pray that you guys uh, are all. Uh, gonna have a blessed day today. <clears throat> I hope you were able to uh, get the uh, audio recording from last night. I apologize. Um, I was uh, trying to, you know, um, basically be in two places at once, and uh, I messed up and somehow uh, didn't get the audio 
uh, onto the uh, the live stream. And so I had to upload that much later uh, for you guys. So I hope you got it and I hope you heard it and hope that it blessed you. And um, yeah, so uh, I thought it was pretty good. I was able to play it back um, last night and listen to it. And I was edified. <laughs> I was thoroughly edified. I was like, wow, who's that? Who is that? You know, <laughs> oh, that's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> You know, um, so I was thoroughly encouraged. I was thoroughly edified. And um, uh, whenever I give you guys, you know, whenever I, I, I come on and I speak to you guys, um, I am normally speaking out of my own life, especially, you know, when I am praying, unless the Holy Ghost, you know, leads me in a in a certain direction that is a purely prophetic, you know, direction, Um even in that, a lot of times it's because the, the reason it has <clears throat> punch, you know, behind it is because um, it's coming out of my own life. You know, it, it's something that I'm living and, and I'm speaking out of my own life because the Holy Spirit had to, you know, encourage me and, and, and lift me up. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and wake me up and say, hey, girl, you know, you get, get it together now. You know, don't forget <laughs> what the Lord said, don't forget what, who your daddy is. Right. And so, um, yeah. So, you know, so when he give me a good heart, you know, <laughs> wake up call, then I, I you know, I, hey, I kick it in gear and then I pass that on to you guys. Um, so yeah, I don't want to wear these glasses today. Um, I think I can see all right here. Um, so yeah, so today I'm just typing the banner on the screen for you guys. Today's topic is called focus, called focus. Um, also, I wanted to mention there that um, also I wanted to mention that uh, this week coming up this week um, is going to be um, I didn't put that on. This week is going to be a, a little bit different. Um, um, I am uh, making a little uh, a little shift or a little uh, some tweaks in the uh, the programming, if you want to call it that, like on this channel, <laughs> the programming and everything. I'm, I'm making a few uh, changes um, uh, because I am incorporating a new uh, project. Uh, I actually have two new projects that I'm trying to uh, work out. Uh, but the first one, um, I believe it, it may be starting this week. I'm not really sure, but hopefully um, I'm just waiting for one more thing. And then and then when they tell me to go, I'm just going to go, um, go ahead and go. Um, so, um, yeah, um, uh, I, I don't know. Should I tell you all about it? I guess today will be a good, a good day to tell you about it because if it starts this week, then suddenly you're just going to see a banner and you're going to be like, whoa, you know, what is, what's going on, Shelly? You know, um, so uh, I am starting, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm joining or partnering or, you know, uh, joining forces <laughs> with uh, uh, Apostle Jennifer LeClaire. Apostle Jennifer LeClaire, if you don't know her, perhaps you... Um, um, may have heard of Awakening House of Prayer in or Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, she also was the um, the uh, journalist 
for Charisma Magazine for, for many years. She was the journalist for Charisma Magazine for, um, for many years. And uh, she is, a, an, um, you know, she's a, she's a, she's a fire apostle, a fire prophet rather. Uh, and, and she is purely, uh, apostolic, uh, definitely because, um, she's a builder, you know, she's a builder of, uh, ministries and, uh, and people in foundations. And, you know, she, you know, she, she is, uh, definitely, I have, uh, been, uh, you know, I've, I've been watching her here and there for a while, um, several months. And, um, you know, not realizing that some of the people that God had uh, kind of led me to online, virtually, um, who uh, were in the prophetic, you know, and I kind of look up to them in the prophetic in terms of, um, in terms of uh, prophetic, uh, you know, mentoring, um, training, just, you know, learning uh, what I can learn. Uh, from people, you know, I've, I've been really like uh, looking for training in my area of gifting uh, for uh, quite some time now. Definitely, I, I would say uh, about um, probably almost a year, uh, maybe about six months to a year. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but I remember going to my leaders at church uh, several months back, long time ago, um, many months ago. And um, I was asking uh, them, um, I was telling them, you know, look, I'm having some some experiences. I'm having some some dreams. I'm having some I'm seeing stuff. You know, I'm like, I, you know, I, I believe that, you know, and God started showing me like um, a, a fuller picture of my life. He started taking me back in my life. And um, hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this with you guys. Cause hopefully this will help some of you. Um, he started showing me things in my life that were um, that, you know, things began to come together and make sense. Like, you know, this is why uh, you saw this when you were little, this is why, you know, um, you, you saw that this is why you were able to tell your grand, you know, your grandmother, you know, where you're dead, <laughs> uh, foster sister was, you know, um, just things, you know, that I, uh, had never, you know, put together, you know, I, I never thought about it, you know, but the Lord was showing me like, you know, no, this is why I, you know, I brought you this way in life. This is why I allowed you to, uh, experience, you know, um, uh, the things that you experienced. And this is why I allowed you, uh, to, uh, suffer the way that you suffer, you know, um, because if, you know, if you don't have an answer for, then you would think that God just not with you. God just don't love you. You know, like something is wrong with you. Um, why, you know, um, you know, surely there has to be some good to come out of a life like that. And if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back and, uh, watch my testimony videos. I, I have two of them, um, out here on, um, Facebook and on YouTube, or yeah, on Facebook and on uh, YouTube, but you can definitely find them on my YouTube channel. And um, uh, one of them is also on my website. That's another thing I forgot to tell you guys, uh, but I'll get to it in a minute. But uh, yeah, th this this sec this section of the episode, just call it updates, okay? We're just doing updates right now. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, he started to, you know, show me these things and, uh, made me, make me to understand, um, who I was, you know, uh, who I was. And this was, you know, the Lord Jesus showing me these things <clears throat> in a dream, you know, taking me back through my life and, you know, just bringing, bring me, bringing the picture into, into full view. And he's in, and he says, this is who you are. And, you know, that's when I began to understand, oh, you know, I am a prophet. You know, I thought that I was just, you know, um, having prophetic, uh, you know, occurrences and stuff like that when I was younger. And then um, in my main church, you know, someone, uh, well, not someone, but my leaders there uh, at the time deemed me as a prophet. And I was just a babe, you know, in Christ. But they were like, no, Shelly, Shelly is a prophet, you know. And then they started telling me to prophesy. And then suddenly, you know, when I would come into services um, for for several years, you know, I um, I would uh, we pray, pray before the services, you know, and, and I would preach the whole message in my prayer before the the man of God came in to preach. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that God gave him, I had, I had prophesied it in the church in prayer, you know, and um, these things, you know, and people be like, well, how did she know that? You know, et cetera. So, you know, um, uh, the reason I'm saying this is because um, when you, uh, when, when I had this experience, um, you know, it was a big deal. You know, Jesus had showed up and, and, and showed me some stuff, you know, and then gave me an assignment as well. Later gave me an assignment uh, and a charge. Basically, you know, I want you to come out of religious traditional church, the traditional church setting for a time. And then I want you to turn around and tear that down. What? <laughs> you want me to come out of church and turn around and tear 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 it down tear it down what you know he's talking and, and and yes you know tear down in order to rebuild tear down in order to rebuild it's totally scripture it's the book of jeremiah you know the same thing he said to the prophet jeremiah you know tear it down throw it down and then i want you to build them up and i'm like you know, so the same thing that, that I came out of that I once loved so much, you know, now I have to come out of it and I have to turn around and tear it down, tear it down. You know, does it make sense to the to the ordinary person? Um, but this was the Lord Jesus talking to me. This was him talking to me. And um, and uh, so. I'm saying that to say that, you know, when I, when I, um, you know, went to my leaders and everything, they didn't understand, like they thought, and, 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 and probably because, you know, I was a, I was a crying mess, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I was, my nerves was on edge. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. I, and I, and the only thing I really kept saying to them was I need help. I need training. You know, I'm a, I'm a prophet. I know I'm a prophet now and I need training. I need help. Well, my pastors are just pastors, you know, um, 
they're not prophets, but they're pastors and they have the heart of a pastor and the gifting of a pastor and the capacity of a pastor, um, which is all right. But they were not, uh, I, I later, you know, found out that no, you know, the Lord gave me another dream. He said, no, they're just pastors. They, you know, don't blame them because they can't help you in this area, not in this area. You're going to need to, you know, you're going to need to get around some people that can help you and um, get into an environment that is conducive for your gift to flow. So you'll be able to understand it better and how to work it. And so, um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I, I just, you know, over the next uh, several months, you know, COVID and all that stuff. And of course I was doing the podcast, uh, uh, episode you know the podcast streaming and stuff like that and I was just getting on saying what the Lord told me to say you know um but uh I was uh praying to the Lord for uh for him to guide me to to some place you know or someone and I, w I thought it would be a physical location uh, you know I'm like I don't know well well I don't know how I'm gonna find it because uh COVID, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> where am I going to go, you know, Lord, um, to find um, a prophetic ministry uh, that is really real, uh, someone, because I, I already experienced the, the mess, the, the foolishness, the nonsense, you know, in the prophetic, because I was raised in the prophetic, you know, I was raised in the apostolic and the prophetic uh, church. Um, not raised from you, but I mean raised uh, from from a babe in Christ. Uh, I was birthed in, you know, I was spiritually, you know, <laughs> excuse me, oh, spiritually um, born and birthed into uh, into a out of an apostolic and prophetic ministry that had gone bad. Right, it went bad later, but um, but yeah, so um. I needed to find people who were sincere. I needed to find people who were, you know, not only prophetic, not only, you know, able to mentor me and teach me and help me, but also people who were sincere, people who were not predators, people who were, you know, <laughs> you know, on the up and up. And so I, um, I, um, you know, of course, you know, started, you know, connecting and looking uh, at people online on on YouTube. And, you know, I'm very careful about Facebook because y'all know I really don't like Facebook. Sorry, Facebook fam. But, you know, <laughs> I don't like the platform. It has nothing to do with you. Um, but, um, yeah, I started doing that. And um, I... Um, came across, you know, some people, I feel that the spirit of God led me, led me to, and I didn't start communicating with them or anything like that. I just watched them. I just watched them and I prayed, you know, about them. And I was very, you know, very careful. And so several, uh, I would say, you know, um, that move in the area of, uh, the prophetic deliverance, move real strong in deliverance, casting out demons, you know, and things like that. Uh, I would, you know, I would be led to people like that. You know, the spirit would be like that one and that one and that one. Uh, the spirit would be guiding me. Right. And so Isaiah Saldivar, you know, uh, John Ramirez, um, uh, Alexander Pagani, who I, uh, I found out about him on, uh, uh through Isaiah Saldivar. Um, 
and uh, several others, you know, who move real strong. Fresh Start Church, you know, some of these uh, that I have featured on my YouTube channel, um, that's the reason why they're featured there. Um, Dr. Miles Monroe, not, uh, not, uh, uh, not because of the the uh prophetic but 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 his teachings are prophetic they you know they are you know it's just not so prominent but he's a master he's a he's a great teacher like he's a great teacher and um uh things like that and i know he's passed on him and his wife god bless them uh you know in in, in paradise i know uh, that they have passed on but you know these were people dr miles monroe you know i had uh, been watching him and and following him since, oh gosh, since like for the for the past like ten years, ten ten fifteen years, you know. So you know, I um, uh, these were people who uh, kind of virtually mentored me. You know what I mean? Like they, uh, when I didn't know who to who to go to or where to go or what to what to do, the spirit of God would lead me uh, to these people so that I could. I could still, you know, eat from pure water. You know what I'm saying? I could drink pure water. You know, I could be refreshed by them. You know, and um, and uh, I learned so many things. And um, and so recently, um, uh, I I discovered uh, uh, Jennifer Leclaire, Jennifer Leclaire, uh, Ryan Lestrange, and um, I I was like, whoa, you know, this woman though, Jennifer Leclaire, she is you know, she, she, she's, she's the real deal, you know, um, that's what I was thinking, but then, you know, the Lord reminded me now, now that's what you, you know, you don't want to just move on that. So start, uh, you know, you, I, I still want you to understand that you need to, um, get confirmation from me. Don't just go and join yourself, you know, uh, or just, you know, start to form an opinion about someone because later on you, you don't know, you know, um, how, you know, what you, you don't know, you just don't know what's going on with the person, you know? Um, so I asked the Lord, um, to show me what he thought of her, you know, what do you think of her? And, um, and the Lord gave me a dream a couple nights later, he gave me a dream and, uh, I was, <clears throat> I was in prayer and, um, I was in the throne room of heaven. I was in prayer and I was laying down <clears throat> before the feet of the Lord and I was worshiping him and I was just praying and I looked up and there were a group of us. Um, there was a group of us uh, around the throne and, and we were just worshiping and praying, you know, worshiping and praying. And, um, and uh, I, I started to see this woman uh, come in, come in, like she came up and came in and then she went out and went down. She came up and came in and then she went out and went down. And I'm like, what is this woman doing, Lord? Like, what, who is this woman? And then I noticed her face and it was Jennifer LeClaire. <laughs> and I said, well, Lord, what is she doing? And he said, she is receiving answers. She's been asking questions. She asks questions. She, 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 I give her the answer and she takes it back down into the earth. And I said, wow, you know, 
And, you know, so he was showing me her prayer life. That's what he was showing me. He was showing me that what she does in secret, you know, um, you know, that's what the Lord wants to show us about people, who they are in secret, in their secret place, not who they are in public, you know, because uh, who they are in secret, that's what matters. And that's what God thinks of them. That's what God knows of them. Je Jesus said, you know, don't, you know, don't rejoice when everyone is celebrating you. You know, when everyone else thinks you're great, you know, but it's 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 more about what does God think of you? You know, when people are when when the world is not celebrating you now, you know, you're probably on the right track. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, you know, God, because God is pleased with you. And so um, and so, yeah, so that was my confirmation. And then as I continued, uh, you know, uh, watching her and things like that, I had heard her. Um, talking about these prayer hubs. Uh, I know you guys, I'm long-winded. It's okay. We're going to get to focus in just a minute, but this this will help you focus, okay? Because we need to focus on who we are and, and that way we'll understand how we need to slay, how we need to pray. Amen. So <laughs> this will help you a whole lot. Um, um, so uh, she was talking about these prayer uh, prayer hubs uh, oh, I got a uh, hello, people on Podbean. Hello, welcome. <laughs> um, she was talking about these uh, these uh, prayer uh, groups um, that she was uh, uh, like trying to grow these prayer groups all over the all over the world, you know. And uh, she calls them uh, prayer hubs, awakening prayer hubs. And um, you know, um, the the. Uh, one of the times that I heard her say it, say it or mention it or talk about it, the spirit of God started nudging me. He started nudging me. I felt it. I felt it so strong <laughs> and he started nudging me. And, um, and I was like, you know, and it, then he reminded me of, uh, he, my prayer ministry that I had, uh, several uh, years ago, I started in 2015 or I think 2015 or yeah, 2015. Um, and um, it was called, um, uh, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause global prayer revolution? And so I, um, you know, I remembered, you know, you know, we were, uh, I had a group, a, a very small group, but we prayed, you know, together um, every week. And uh, we did it for a couple years, like two, three years. We were, you know, praying um, in the group and everything. And it was, um, it was really good. I still have all of those recordings over that, uh, that, uh, time span. Um, I still have them. We were on a, uh, on the conference line, you know, praying that, you know, old school <laughs> nowadays we do live streams, but it was on the, the, the conference call line, you know, nowadays we do zoom prayer and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. And so, um, so, yeah, so he reminded me of that and he was like, remember the vision? That was the vision that I gave to you that I wanted you to, you know, uh, develop these, these, uh, bring, uh, well, what he showed me was he wanted me to bring together a, uh, a team or a group of intercessors, um, who would stand in the gap for the nations. And so, you know, he reminded me of that and, um, and I was like, wow, because I had put it down, you know, after a few, after a couple of years, I had put it down. And um, yeah, he's like, I want you to, I want you to pick that back up, pick that torch back up. And I want you to, 
um, do it this way. I want you to do it this way now. Do it this way. And um, so, you know, it's it's not it, it's not going to be a revival of, you know, is there not a cause global prayer revolution prayer? It's not going to be a revival of that. What it is, is I'm leading one of her prayer groups. I'm leaving. I'm leading um, a uh, a prayer hub for Dallas. Uh, metro area. Um, so, you know, um, this is, you know, this is what we're doing. And this is the reason why I'm making the changes um, this week to make room for that, because I'm, I'm, I think it's going to be either Thursday or Friday uh, that, you know, that I'd lead those meetings. Um, initially, I just wanted to join another prayer group. You know, I'm like, okay, they got prayer hubs. Let me join one in my area. And the spirit of God reminded me of, you know, the, you know, the vision that I, that he had given me several years ago when I was actually leading uh, prayer and stuff like that. So he was like, no, I want you to pick it up and do it again. So I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do it with Jennifer, um, uh, Miss Jennifer, Jennifer LeClaire. Um, and uh, yeah, we are, uh, you know, we're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to do this for the glory of God. And um, people, you know, people need prayer. Um, I, I, what she says is very true that, you know, um, the world is God is uh, waking up his people. He's you know, there's a great awakening that's being released in the earth. Um, however, um, it's going to come through prayer. It's going to come through prayer. It's going to come through prayer. People want a great revival. It's coming through prayer. And the Lord told me specifically um, that, you know, the revival is it's not going to be a great, you know, mass you know, coming together or uh, an event that took place like Azusa or whatever, you know, it's not going to be like that. He said, it's going to be individual revivals. You know, it, we've been, we've been gathering together and going to this, you know, this conference, this revival, this meeting, this man of God, this woman of God long enough um, trying to get a revival, you know, trying to get a jump. But this time the Lord is saying, no, I'm, I'm jumping your battery myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm reviving you myself personally. That's why I put you in your house, get in there and, <laughs> you know, and work that thing out. And so, um, yeah, this whole, uh, you know, this whole, um, pandemic, everything involved in the pandemic, everything involved in the pandemic, everything surrounding the pandemic is, is, is birthing out individual revivals, individual revivals. You see it all over the place. People are already, it have already been being revived all over the place. You know, ministries have been revived um, and new ministries have been birthed and released um, during this pandemic. You can look all over virtually, you'll see it, you know, um, and, you know, uh, so, so people are being revived, house churches, you know, and things like that. Um, house revival fires breaking out everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but, but there, but, but God is saying not only revival though, see, we're in the mode of revival. We thinking revival, that's tradition. The Lord said awakening. He said there, he said, no, I, in, in the revival, you know, revive means that I am bringing something back from the dead. I am reviving you. You know, that means that, uh, you were once, alive and you know and now you you you're dead or now you sleep or whatever it is and you need to be 
revived again, brought back again, right? But true resurrection, it only happens once. See, that's why I never understood yearly revivals, uh, regular revivals. I never understood that concept because as I understand a revival, revival is something that it, it, you can't put it in a program. You know, it, it, you, you know, and, and that's what God is bringing us back. He's, he's like, wait a minute. You know, y'all have this whole thing misunderstood. Y'all think y'all can have a revival every week, every year. <laughs> you know what? What? You know, um, you know, it's something it's and, and when we do that, then. What happens is we begin to take it for granted and people begin to uh, devalue the meaning of revival. Oh, we just had a revival last week. It was great. Yeah. And then you went back to your normal life doing whatever you was doing before the revival. So you really wasn't revived. Right. But God is talking about. He said, no, I'm talking about. I am talking about oh, an awakening. Because when someone is truly dead, you know what you what you deem dead. I, I deem it as sleeping. What you call dead, I, I call it sleeping. And he says, you know, I want to awaken you. Those that are dead in Christ shall awake. They shall arise. They shall rise from the dead. I'm See, I'm talking about resurrection. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your whole life being brought back from the dead. That's what I'm talking about. You see, we have to come out of these traditional mindsets. We have to tear down this traditional mindset, this religious mindset. That's religion. That is religion. That's religion. Mm -mm. The Lord said enough is enough. Enough is enough. So now what he's saying to us today is focus. Focus. Now that I have now that I have your attention, I want you to focus. In prayer, um, when you are uh, when you are if effective in prayer, it's because you're focused. Have you ever noticed that, you know, the times where you prayed and you feel like you really broke through, you feel like, wow, you know, that was a powerful prayer. Holy Ghost, you, you know, you, you did that, <laughs> you know, you did that, right? Um, it's because you were actually focused. That's why, you know, the hardest thing seems like the hardest thing and the thing that the enemy uh, comes, you know, uh, uses the most is distraction in prayer. You, you go in to pray and your mind is all over the place. You're not focused. And then many people give up right there. They stop right there. They stop right there and they, and they won't go on any further uh, in prayer. They'll get up. They'll get up and they'll say, you know, I just, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, my mind, you know, is wondering and, and stuff like that. If I can't do it right, I'm just not going to do it at all. You know, that, that is, you know, that's what we say. And, and, you know, 
trust me, I know because I've been there. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to just throw up anything before the Lord. So let me just, you know, <laughs> you know, I have done that. But but what the Lord is saying is um, you have to remember, just as I said yesterday, just as I, just as I said yesterday, last night, that um, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God, <clears throat> through God. Let me get some coffee here just a second. <sighs> I make the best cups of coffee on Saturday mornings. And then I, t I get on here with you guys and I take one sip of my coffee and I start talking and stuff. And then my whole cup of coffee ends up cold, you know, <laughs> and, and wasted. So I'm not going to waste this coffee today. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So um, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ to the obedience of Christ. So, you know, we if you if you're struggling in prayer because your thoughts are all over the place, then remember that scripture. Pray that scripture. Because when you put that one on the devil, those thoughts have to come into subjection to the Holy Ghost. Those imaginations, the pictures, the images that he's showing you in your mind you need to go to the, you know, you need to get a, a, a pedicure. You need to <laughs> go, you know, make, you need to uh, go to the kitchen. You, you know, you need to uh, prepare this for dinner. You need to get that. You need to go to the store, you know, oh, you want some, pan you wanted some pancakes, you know, this morning. Remember, you know, he's showing you all these images, all these things you need to do laundry. You need all these things you need to do. You know, all these things, all these images, 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 images. And the Lord says, focus. And the thing that will help you to focus is putting the word on that devil. Put the word on that devil. Put the word on that devil. That is called a spirit of distraction. A spirit of distraction. You know. And, and he all, he's always, because these spirits are assigned to us, they're assigned. Do you not realize that just because, uh, just as you have an angel, a holy angel uh, that, that, that is assigned to your life, there is an, an angel, what we call guardian angels. There are, there are angels that are assigned to our lives individually as a person so just like you have an angel assigned to your life you also have demons that are assigned to your life do you understand satan assigns demons to us he's been watching you he's been studying you he knows what's going to work on you so he will assign that kind of demon to visit you regularly. Let's have our regular visit today. Uh, let, uh, I, uh, hello. Hi. 
You remember me? You know, a familiar spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Apostle Paul said, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. So that's on a more extreme level, right? But he sends his messengers. He sends his, his demons, assigns them to us. And, I, I, and, and you better best believe every morning when you try to get up and get into a place of prayer, if you haven't been rebuking them demons and they're scared to come up in there, then guess what? That demon that's assigned to you is going to show up every time. He's going to show up every time. And even if you have been rebuking him, they'll still come, you know, and try you. You know what I'm saying? So you have to put the word on that devil. Put the word on him. The weapons of my warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God. I pull down these strongholds. I cast down these imaginations. I pull down these high things that are trying to exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. I bring every one of my thoughts, every one of my thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ Jesus. To the obedience of the word of God. You see, and this is how you get them demons out of there. I'm telling you, it works for me. Every time I pray that prayer. Every time I have prayed that prayer, when I notice my thoughts are running rampant, I just put that, I pull out that one. I, re, I pull out that one and them demons scatter because the Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. I also pull out that one. <laughs> I, Father, I submit myself unto you wholly and completely. And I resist the devil that he may flee according to your word. Now, devil, get up out of here. That's how you, that's how you got to do it. That's how you got to do it. You know, so, so the spirit of distraction, the spirit of distraction, the spirit of distraction is, is, you know, is all over the land right now. You know, just like I was praying about last night, um, the enemy is showing us all these different images and all the things, you know, got us going left, right, center, you know, to and fro. You know, I, we don't even know what's true, what's not true, what's, a, you know, what's real, what's not real. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a spirit that's causing fear. It's causing confusion. You know, it is the spirit of confusion. Uh-huh. It is the spirit of confusion. When you become distracted, you become confused because you were looking at one thing and your mind was set on the right track. You were focused on the good thing, focused on the Lord, focused on the word. This is what was guiding you, guiding your thoughts, right? And then you get distracted. Something pulls your attention away. You look away from him. You look to the left. You look to the right. Now you are no longer focused on the Lord. But you're looking at everything around you. And if you take one look, you're going to take two. I'll say that again. If you take one look away, you're going to take two. 
And next thing you know, you're going to keep on looking and looking around and looking around and looking around, you know, because all these images are drawing you. They are attracting your attention. They're drawing your attention. They're drawing you away. They're leading you away. And if you keep looking away from the Lord, you keep looking away from the, from the word. When you keep looking away, you will become led astray. I'm going to say that again. If you keep looking away, you will become led astray. You will get led astray. Look away, led astray. Yes, we are all, we are all enticed and uh, 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 we are all um, um, uh, tempted when we are enticed and, and uh, by our own lust, we look away by our own lust because the images that he's showing you are things that you are, you are interested in. It's the things that you would naturally want to look at, the things that you would naturally lust for. You know, every man falls into sin when he is drawn away, drawn away, pulled away and enticed by his lust. What is lust? Lust is just your desire. It's your desire. It is desire. What you desire to look at, what you desire to hear. You see, so. Um, why am I saying this? You know, uh, Shelly, we, you know, we already know that. Yeah, you may already know that. But guess what? Sometimes we need to be reminded because we're not focused. We're not focused. Clearly, you know, um, we're, 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 many people are not focused. And that's why they have not been praying. That's why they have not been praying. You know, that's why they become frustrated in prayer. They say, oh, I'm praying, but I'm not I'm not getting a breakthrough. I'm praying, but, you know, um, I can't stop thinking about this. I'm praying. But as soon as I get up, I turn I go turn on CNN. You know, let's see what's happening. I'm praying. But you know what I'm saying? But the but no, mm -mm. the scripture says. Let me get this scripture for you. For those of you, you know, y'all might be new here and y'all might say she ain't went to the word yet and she haven't prayed yet. Well, I prayed before I came on here, but in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, hijack this message in Jesus name. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> amen. Um, so uh, let me get this uh, scripture for you. Um, let me get this scripture for you here real quick. I'm give you two scriptures and we're going to get up out of here. Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Um, Matthew chapter 6. Um, and verse. Mm -hmm, verse 22. All right. Okay. Matthew 6, 22, it says the light of the body is the eye. The light of the body is the eye. What do you focus with? Your eye. Your eyes, right? 
right? The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, single, that means focused. Single means one. Single means one, not two, but one. I am single. I have no husband. I am one. And in this case, one single meaning, meaning one with who? One with the Lord. Because when you are married, husbands, wives, when you are married, two have become one. Right? So if your eye be single unto who? Unto the one that I'm married to. Single ladies, we're married to the Lord. Let our eye be single, focused on the one that we're married to, which is the Lord. The Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, did, you didn't know you were a bride. Go read Isaiah then. Go read Isaiah. <laughs> Go and read the book of uh, uh, chapter, uh, the book of Isaiah and chapter, um, what is it? Chapter 40. Hold on. Let me find that for you. Mm-hmm. See, see, see y'all don't know you're married. Y'all don't know. You don't know you're married. It's not chapter 40. Hold on. I ain't, I haven't looked at that one in a minute, but I um I used to pull it out all the time and I will pull it out on a devil today. Amen. I will pull it out on a devil today. <laughs> I'm not calling y'all devils, but you know, I I I'm uh I, I have a uh I have a uh a uh Bone to pick with the devil today, so so I'm picking on him. Mm -hmm. Devil, you gonna leave me alone? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, but the but but the book of Isaiah, um, the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter fifty four. Yeah, chapter fifty four. Isaiah fifty four. Sorry, I said forty. Isaiah fifty four. Read uh, Isaiah fifty four. We are married to the Lord. Okay, so if your eye be single unto the one that you are joined to. Now, that's what the Holy Ghost just said. Not just one, single one, but the one that you are married to. We are the bride of Christ. So our eye, our eye should be single unto him. Looking unto who? Jesus. Not looking to the left nor the right, but looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the beginning and the end of us. Right? And then David said, and I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. It don't come from CNN. It don't come from Trump. It don't come from Biden. It doesn't come from, you know, the, the news media. It does not come from man. Put not your trust in the arm of flesh. It doesn't come from, from man. See, that is the distraction. The enemy will try to satisfy your desire for help by making, trying to make you focus on someone look to someone or look to something that is going to make you feel better <clears throat> that is going to make you 
get better, that is going to help you get through this situation that you're going through. Let me look to someone <clears throat> or something that's going to help me get through this. That's where your heart is. You're, you're, you, you're looking for something and the devil is right there to show it to you. He's right there to show it to you. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. You should just call so-and-so. Okay, well, I'm finna get on up. I, you know, my prayer is done. God didn't answer my prayer. <laughs> you know, yeah, you think that's the Lord telling you that, don't you? You think that's the Lord telling you that. That's not the Lord telling you that. That's the devil telling you that. Because he wants you distracted. He doesn't want you to press all the way through in prayer. He doesn't want you to pull those images down, right? So you can see the truth. Because the Bible said, put not your trust in the arm of flesh. What you looking at them for? What you looking at them for? Huh? What are you looking at them for? They can't help you. They cannot help you. Only the Lord can help you. Only the Lord can help you. You know, when I get into situations, I told you last week, you know, it, it was just every day. Okay. Every day I was, the devil was like, boop, boop, every day, you know, one thing after another, every single day, literally. And it wasn't no little bitty stuff. It was big stuff that was affecting my pockets. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, what was happening was, you know, I understood, okay, I'm in a battle. I'm, you know, yeah, you know, I, it's a direct attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I see it. Uh-huh. But my peace is going nowhere, devil. Uh-huh. And I know what to do with this stuff. So you got the right one today. Because I know what to do with this stuff. The Lord says, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you. I care for you. Not man cares for you. I care for you. Jesus never gave himself to man because he knew what was in man. That's why he said, don't put your trust in man. Don't, 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 don't pick up the phone and call Sister Susie. Don't pick up the phone and call Brother Joe. Don't pick up and call the phone and call Mama, call Daddy. You know, don't pick up and the phone and try to call that that boyfriend <laughs> that ain't never planning on marrying you, but he ain't told you that yet. You think he gonna help you? The devil, <laughs> the devil. We just gonna stop right there. The devil. You know the rest. So, what is he saying? He is saying, don't look to them. Cast all your cares upon me. Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden. I will give you rest. I will give. Give it to me, the Lord says. Give it to me. If you just focus on me now, because that's the reason you're in this situation. Is because I needed your focus. See, 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 we immediately forget who created the situation. Who let the devil in? Was it not the Lord? 
Was it not the Lord who let the who let the devil into Job's life? Who gave him the key and said, you can go in there. He's the one who puts us in the situations in the first place. So why would you pick up the phone and call sister, sister, you know, sister Susie. Susie is a floozy. Oh, mm. <laughs> sister floozy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But who, why would you pick up the phone and call her? She didn't put you in that situation. And that's probably what she's going to think. She's thinking in her heart, like, wait a minute. I, I, didn't get, I didn't get you here. You know, I can't, I can't do nothing. I didn't do, I didn't. Well, that's not my fault. You shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have did that. That's human nature. Uh-huh. Talking. So he's saying, set your focus on me. Somebody needs to hear this today. That's why I'm staying here. Set your focus on me. Give me the situation. And then wait. What? The house is burning down. You want you telling me to wait? Mm-hmm. Wait, because I'm going to give you an answer. But I'm going to perfect that which concerns your faith right here. I am going to perfect that which concerns your patience right here. You're going to learn to be patient in tribulation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Patient in tribulation. That's what the Bible says. We, we want to panic in tribulation. You see, COVID, the pandemic, what? People started panicking in tribulation. But the Lord said, no, patient. Be patient in tribulation. Yeah, we, the people of God, the children of God, the Christians, the Christians, the Christians started panicking in tribulation instead of being patient in tribulation. See, these little situations, the stuff that, that the devil uh, is, is doing uh, in our little stuff that the devil is doing in your life, you know, and, and, and um, you're, you know, you worried about how you're going to come out, how you're going to do that. That's just a test. For the big thing, all those were just little tests. And many of us, you know, are still, we're, we're, we're going through these little tests. These are just examinations. Pass your test. Pass your test. What did he say? What does the book say? Go back to the book. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may what observe to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shall make thy way prosperous and then thou shall have good success that's the key to success is the book the book of the law this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth how do you get it in your mouth you have to put it in your heart you have to read it, digest it, read it again. Chew on it, meditate on it, read it again. Speak it, decree it, declare it, read it again. Read it. Joshua 1 and 8, this book of the law. That's what he wants us to focus on. If your eye be single, on what? On the one that you are joined to. 
Well, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. Same was in the beginning with God. So the word, this book of the law, mm -hmm, uh, God ain't in the law no more. Jesus abolished the law. Jesus uh, uh, nailed that law to a tree. Well, <laughs> ask Jesus about that. Go. I, I think we should go back and reread what Jesus said. He said, I'm not come to destroy the law, but I came to fulfill it. I came to fulfill it. I came to fulfill it. So this book of the law, see the law books are not the law of the, you know, not when you go to court, go before the judge and that's, that's the law. No, that's the law of the land, but there is a law, a book of the law, uh, a book of law that rules and rules over, overrides, excuse me, the laws of the land. Yes, the Lord says, obey the laws of the land. But guess what? If those laws make us, are, are, are designed to make us uh, uh, disobey God, disobey God's law. Then, then baby, you that law finna get broke. I'm finna break that law. And I guess you just gonna have to take me on in. Because I know he gonna be the one to get me out. Suffering for righteousness sake, being persecuted for righteousness sake, instead of being persecuted for sin. You know, for our own foolishness. This is what the Lord is saying. This book of the law. Be, let your eye be single on the word and thy whole body. The verse says, verse 22, Matthew 6, 22, and thy whole body shall be full of light. If your eye be single or focused on the word, focused on me, the Lord says, then your whole body shall be full of light. Now, what is light? Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth and the life. Right. And then and then uh, and then the scripture says in John, um, he is the light of the world. He is the light that lighteth all men that come uh, into the world. He is the light of the world. So when your whole body is full of light, your whole body is full of the glory of the Lord Jesus. That means that you are full of truth. Ah, see, uh, see the truth, the light is truth and darkness is, a, is the lie. I'm going to say that again. The, the light is the truth and the darkness is the lie. The light is truth and the darkness is the lie. Are we seeing this? So that's why I said to you yesterday that these images that the devil is showing to us is a lie. It's not real. It is only an image. It is only a smoke screen. It is only a shadow. We scared of stuff that ain't even in the dark. It is only an image. It's not real. Do you know that this physical realm that we look in, that we look at and see every day is only an image? Ah, Jesus. But I can touch it, Sister Shelley. I can feel it, Sister Shelley. Yeah. 
but it's only an image. And the only reason you think that this way, that is, that is so, the only reason that we think this way as humans is because we are so accustomed to the physical world. We are so connected and attached to the physical world. We have not digested the truth, the book of the law, like Joshua, God said to Joshua in one and eight, chapter one, verse eight. We have not digest. See, when you follow the instruction, when you obey and you follow and you eat the book, you eat the book. He told Daniel, he said, eat the roll. Eat it. Swallow it. Digest it. Eat the book. When you eat the book, then your eyes become open. See, this is the tree of life. It's not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You don't want to, you, you're no longer living on that side of things. That's where, that's where Adam fell from Adam and Eve. That's where they fell from. They fell from, you know, the knowledge of the truth only eating from the tree of life or the tree of light, which is the knowledge of the truth. You know, he wants to fill us with the knowledge of his will, with the knowledge of the truth. And once you are full of truth, you begin to realize, wait a minute, the spiritual world is more real. This is real. The physical world is not real. That is just an image. That is just a lie. That's a lie. The prince and the the prince and the power of this world or the prince of this world is out here projecting images. Yes, you see physical things, you see buildings, you see trees, you see streets, you see houses, you see cars, you see this, you see that. Yes, these are physical things, but the devil is not in the physical thing. He is operating through people who are controlling the physical things. And when they're operating, when he's operating through these people, then the lie is being displayed. The lie is being manifested. He's manifesting himself through the people who are controlling the things. That's why it's a lie. The people on social media, is the TV real? Yeah, it's a physical thing. It's real. You're looking at it. You're touching it. You pick up the remote, you turn it on. But the images, the images <laughs> of darkness are a lie. They're a lie. I wish that God would open our spiritual eyes because we have so many leaders. I'm telling you leaders. I'm telling you leaders, my God, who cannot see. We're so blind. We cannot see. We cannot see. We come on here, even on these podcasts, we come on here. Everybody want to be, want to, you know, want to be heard, want to be seen, want to be heard, want to be seen. We come on here. And we open our mouth and we don't do nothing but reveal to the world how blind we are that we can't see. 
we can't see. Because what, what's coming out of your mouth tells off on you that you can't see. You can see, you, you, you can see what's happening in the physical world, and that's all you're talking about. But what are you what do you see in the spirit realm? Gehazi. What do you see, Gehazi? May the Lord open your eyes today. May the Lord open your eyes today. May your spiritual eyes be open today to the knowledge of the truth. Can you not see the deception? Can you not see the manipulation? Can you not see the lies? Some of y'all Christians out there today, you, you done already got your, your kids a Halloween costume and they go on trick-or-treating tonight. Blind. 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 You're not focused. You need to wake up. You need a, a strong black cup of coffee. No cream, no sugar. The Colombian kind. That stuff that'll get you high. <laughs> you know, you, you need a strong cup. Come on now. It says the light of the body is the lie. If there uh, is the eye, excuse me, we are the, if therefore thine eye be single, then thy whole body shall be full of light. Your spiritual eye be single or one with the one, one uh, with the Lord focused on the Lord that you are joined to. And then it says the whole body shall be full of what truth? Full of light. We are the children of light, the children of the day, not the children of the night. Verse 23 says, but if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of what? Darkness. Darkness. Darkness is covering the land and gross darkness, the people right now. They are following the image of the lie. They're not focused. They are completely distracted. We thought we was distracted. My God. My God. That's why we having these. Uh, that's why we out here preaching and prophesying and, and having these uh, prayer hubs with Jennifer LeClaire. Nim, you know, and so we trying to spread the light. We trying to wake up a nation. Nations. Nations need to wake up. To the truth, we need an awakening, a great awakening, a great awakening. Awake and arise, daughter of God, daughter of Zion, and the Lord shall give you light. 23 says, but if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If your eye be evil, so what does that mean? If your focus be on evil. If you are beholding evil, looking at it, focusing on evil, then your whole body is going to become full of darkness. Why? Because once you start focusing on it, as I told you earlier, you will not be able to look away from it. You won't be able to look. You'll, you'll keep looking. You'll keep looking. You take one look. You'll take another look. And you'll take another look. Whoa, whoa. And then now this is it, these Images have um, 
have uh, uh, taken are starting to take over your your spirit. Your soul, excuse me, your whole body it shall be full of darkness. So your soul, your soul, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, your soul, full of what? Darkness. Now you're emotional. Now you're preaching out of emotion. Now you're speaking out of emotion. Now you're crying. Now you're scared. Now you're having nightmares. Now you're being tormented. Now you're depressed, aren't you? Now you're tired. You're weary. Now, you know, because you're looking at everything. But you're not focused. You're not focused on the what? On the light. You're not focusing on the light. You're not focusing on Jesus. You're not focusing. It says if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness. How great is it? Or how deep is it? That means. How deep is the darkness? If your light becomes darkness. You were once looking at Jesus. Looking at the light. Right? Then you start looking away at the darkness. And you, you, you know, you forget about the truth, Jesus, the word. You're, you forgot about it, didn't you? You forgot. Uh-huh. That's why when you pray, you know, you forgot. You don't know what to say no more. How are you going to slay in, uh, <laughs> how are you going to slay in prayer? If you forgot what to say because you're so distracted with the lies you forgot the word of truth that word don't even come up in your mind i gave you earlier you know uh our weapons are not the weapons of our warfare are not carnal now pull these strongholds down now cast this stuff down bring your thoughts captive to the obedience of christ submit unto god resist 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 the devil resist the devil you know the word has to become has to become um uh the word has to become hold on one second the word has to become um I'm just uh hold on the word has to become uh, your focus. Sorry about that, y'all. Your word, the word has to become your focus. It has to become your focus. And so, um, when you are unable to focus, masotorabasi. When you are unable to focus, now you know uh, you you cannot pray well and you think that oh well I still got my prayer life because I'm still you know coming I'm, I'm still coming before the Lord you know I get up and I get in you know get in prayer yeah I you know I get up and I pray mm -hmm, I pray but are you getting a breakthrough in prayer are you getting a breakthrough in prayer are you getting a breakthrough in prayer because when you get a breakthrough in prayer, now your focus, 
I mean, now you're back on focus. You're back on track. You're back on target. So you have to stay there until you break past that wall, that, that darkness that the enemy is trying to show you, those images that he's showing you. You have to break, you have to break past that. And you have to, and you have to tell the truth to that devil. You know, you got to speak truth to that darkness. You got to speak to it. Devil, no, uh -uh. like Jesus said, it is written. Devil, no, you're a lie. Mm -mm -mm. You're a lying devil. And get, and get the hell up out of here. Point blank, period. Point blank, period. So, so that was uh, Matthew 6 and uh, verse 22 and 23. Now I'm going to take you uh, to Masiti Robo Shete. I'm going to take you to um, another, another scripture here. Um, Philippians uh, 4 and 8. Philippians 4 and 8. I like to read around the meat of the scripture so, I can, so we can get, you know, all of it. We know Philippians 4 and 6, be, care, be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing, but, uh, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. It says, and the peace of God, you want peace? This is how we get it. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through the light, through the light. Through Christ Jesus, the light, not the darkness, but the light. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Hmm. Now, what we just read over there in Matthew, mm -hmm. that the light, right? And we said that the light is truth. The light is truth. He is the spirit of truth. Whatsoever things are true, these are just lying imaginations. They're images. They're false images that the enemy is projecting to us. But whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, is there any virtue in you? Is there any praise left in you? Then think on these things. 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 Are we getting it? Are we getting this? Who's getting this? I pray that we're getting this. Somebody needs to share this with someone. Think on these things. Think on these things, right? Whatsoever is true. 
And when you are, and when you break past that, now everything just opens up. I mean, a grace comes on you, a strength comes on you, a power comes on you, a boldness comes on you, a righteous indignation comes upon you that will make you slay and behead. I dare a Goliath to, to step up. I dare a giant to step up. I dare you. Up in this up in this presence right here. The presence of the Lord. See before you were in my presence. But now I'm in the presence of the Lord. Oh no. Let's take it a step further. I carry the presence of the Lord. I carry the presence of the Lord. A liar cannot tarry in the presence of the Lord. A liar cannot tarry in the presence of the Lord. Focus. 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 Let your eye be single unto the Lord. Let your eye be single unto the Lord. This is what the Lord is saying. Let your eye be single unto the Lord. We talk about the eye. Um, the eye also is representing the heart. Not the physical eye, uh, but the heart. Right? Your spiritual eye, we see through our hearts. We think through our hearts. Your mind is connected to your heart. You have a brain that's in your head, but your mind is your thought life, your thoughts. They are connected to your heart. They come out of your heart, out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks. Well, how do you speak? You have to think it first and then it comes out of your mouth. Right? So, you know, so out of the abundance of the heart, what is in your heart? What's in your heart that is causing you from, uh, that is stopping you or preventing you from focusing in prayer? Check your heart. Say, you know, let me, Lord, what is in my heart? Search me. What is in my heart? Try me. Find out what's in there. You know, repent, get it out and, and march on in prayer. Let the Holy Ghost lead you in prayer because he, <clears throat> he knows what to pray. And we got to stop relying on that scripture so much. Whereas um, I'm not saying rely on the scripture. I'm saying, I'm saying like rely on that uh, scripture um, in, in that interpretation of the scripture. Let me say that. The scripture that says, um, when we know not what to pray, when we know not what to pray, many people have take, uh, taken that scripture and they say, well, you know, I don't never know what to pray. So I'm just always just going <laughs> to groan. <laughs> I'm just going, I'm just going, 
uh, I'm just going to groan just, you know, because when we know not what to pray, the Lord, if we know not what to pray, the Holy Ghost, he know what to pray. You know, he, you know, he, <laughs> he make intercession for us. Right. So, 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 um, so, you know, I'm just going, I'm just going to leave it all up. Uh, I'm just going to leave it all up to the Holy Ghost. And then they just be sitting there groaning and they never uh, speak anything because, you know, <laughs> they, they, they want to, um, now they have, uh, they, they, they just sat down. They just got lazy and sat down. You know, now they have given up in prayer. Really? You've given up. And don't let you be in a prayer meeting, you know, and you talking about when, the, when, the, when we know not what to pray. Well, you're in a prayer meeting. You you should know something to pray because the Holy Ghost is an intelligent spirit and he's the spirit of truth. He's going to tell you some things to pray. He's going to show you what to pray. <laughs> he's going to show you what to pray and uh, you need to decree some stuff. I'm going to take you to a scripture here, uh, a last uh, scripture. Um, uh, let me see. Let me find this. It's in the book of Psalm, I know. Mm, okay, yeah, Psalm 45. I'm going to take you to Psalm 45 in verse 1. Psalm 45 in verse 1. Now, we're talking about uh, how to slay in prayer, spiritual you know, warfare, archery, and things of that nature, right? And we understand that we need to focus in, we need to focus in order to slay in prayer. Uh, David had to focus um, on Goliath, he wasn't looking all around or whatever. When he slew that, though, that when he threw that that uh, that stone, um, he was focused. That thing hit that giant right between the eyes and took him out of there. It, it's called focus. It's called focus. Now let's look at David in Psalm forty-five, and verse one. He says, my heart is indicting a good matter. My what? Mm-hmm. My heart. What's in your heart? What's going on in your heart? What's going on? In your, are you thinking on good things? Are you looking to the future? You know, are you looking ahead steadfastly unto the end? To the glory that shall be revealed? In your life, are you looking to the end of a thing which is much greater than the beginning thereof? So you have to look to the end in order for your focus to be clear. That way you can identify what everything in between. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Get out. Move. You know, I want that thing right there. And so you know what to hit along the way. Boom, boom, boom. Knock them giants out. Take them out. Take them out. Everything along the way. 
that is not is not light but darkness everything along the way that is showing you an image of a lie you take it out and identify what the spirit is you are a lying spirit you are a spirit of witchcraft you are Jezebel you are lust you are pride you are you see you identify it you bind it and you cast it out simple 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 it said when, when my it says he said my heart Lord, I have hid your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That's why my heart is indicting a good matter. My heart is indicting, thinking upon, meditating upon good things, a good matter. And then he says, I speak. He didn't say, you know, I let the Holy Ghost uh, make an session for me and I'm just going to groan. Hmm. The Holy Ghost is groaning because <laughs> he wants your mouth to open up so you can make some righteous decrees and overthrow these unrighteous decrees in the earth. Do I need to say that again? The Holy Ghost wants us to open our mouth and speak and make righteous decrees in the earth. Establishing the laws of heaven in the earth. We are kingdom people. You are a queen. Not a mistress. Not a concubine. You are a, you are a king. Not a fool. Not a jester. You are a king and a queen. We have a kingdom. We have a kingdom. Even the, even the, even the the witches, you know, and the and the and the and the devils, you know, they even they know that. Even they know that, and they tried to duplicate it. You can't duplicate it. <laughs> Often imitated, but never duplicated. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Devil, you can't duplicate it. You try, try as you might. You have tried well, but you can never duplicate it. <clears throat> you better know that. David said, my heart is indicting a good matter. I speak, therefore I speak, therefore I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. I'm writing. I'm writing the decrees of heaven in the earth with my tongue. I am writing a new story. I am writing a new future. I am writing a new vision and making it plain. I am writing. Genesis 1 and 1. What did God do? He wrote. His spirit moved and he spake 
and he wrote with his mouth with the pen of a ready writer and and the bible says write the vision and make it plain upon time write it and make it plain oh god for the vision shall not tarry it shall come to pass it shall come to pass because my words will never fall to the ground my words my words are spirit and my word is life it will never fall to the ground never 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 because i know who i am and i know who my father is never he's not gonna let them fall to the ground he's not gonna let my prayers fall to the ground He's not going to let my prayers hit the ceiling and fall to the ground, but they're filling up the bowls in heaven. He's pouring them out in the earth. He is pouring them out in the earth. The bowls are filling up with my prayers. I want you to focus on that. Just focus on filling up the bowls of heaven with your prayer. Just focus on filling up the bowls of heaven with your decrees. Just focus on filling up the bowls of heaven. Focus on filling up the bowls. The Lord said to Cornelius, he said, he said, your prayers and your alms have come up before me as a sweet memorial. They have come up before me. Focus on that. Focus on that. Focus on that. Because when you <laughs> when you focus on that, you'll never miss the target. Never. Never. Give your words direction. Give your prayers direction. Give that thing direction. You have to direct your faith. You have to direct your faith. You have to point the trigger and squeeze. You have to point that the gun and squeeze the trigger. Point and squeeze. Aim and release. Aim and release. Aim and release. Are we hearing this today? Aim and release. Aim and release. Masiti orobosha. Aim and release. Are we aiming or are we just releasing arrows that are scattering everywhere and, and, and falling on the ground everywhere? Are you aiming or are you just releasing out arrows? Tell me that. Are we just beating against the air? As if we, you know, we, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We just throwing stuff out there. Just throwing stuff out there. Wasting arrows. Wasting arrows. Is that what we're doing? We need to ask ourselves that. Is that what we're doing? Beating against the air? Praying with no understanding. 
He says, my heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. I am ready to write. I am ready to write. I am ready to write. Verse three, he says, gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty, ride prosperously because of truth. Because of truth, because of truth, because of truth and meekness and righteousness. Are we seeing this? And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. That word terrible means awesome, amazing, great, beautiful things. Awesome things. Awesome things. Thy and verse five says, thine arrows <laughs> are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. Aim and release. What are you aiming? Truth. I'm releasing the truth. I am releasing the truth. Thine arrows are sharp. You know, the devil can't stand the truth. <laughs> Woo! The devil cannot stand the truth. Oh, I'm telling you, if you want to get a devil up out of your way, up out of your life, you start telling him the truth, the truth. Start telling him the truth. Mm -hmm. Start telling that devil the truth. No, devil, I know who you really are. I see you like a chicken with your head cut off running around in a panic trying to, you know, get your little plans and get your little agendas out and get the, you know, get you. I see you, devil. You are you are a panic, confused, hot mess right now. You scared to death. You are terrified. You are scared to death. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Because you know your time is short. That's the truth. <laughs> See, everybody talking about, oh, we in the last days, blah, blah, blah. And many people don't even go to Revelation, uh, but we in the last days, but they, they, don't, they don't go to the book of Revelation. Now, go figure. How much sense does that make? You preaching everything but revelation. You talking about everything but revelation. The Lord told one of the first things the Lord took me to was the book of revelation. He's like, look, <laughs> tell them this right here. Revelation. Because the end is actually a new beginning. The evening and the morning were the first day, not the first night. Genesis. And Revelation 21 says, and I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth. See, the truth is, since we all know that we're in the end times, guess what? We all also should know that the devil's time is short. That's why he's releasing all these fake images and this confusion everywhere and having people in uh, making people uh, break out in a panic. And lose their doggone mind. That's what he wants you to do. That's what he wants you to do. 
He's trying to take as many people out as he can. He's trying to take as many people as he can with him. Because that joker is going into the lake of fire and he ain't never coming back. Never. That's the truth. You tell that devil that. I bet you he'll back up off you. I bet he'll back up off you. Oh, I feel it today. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I bet he'll back up off you. Mm-hmm. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart. I'm in Psalm 45 and verse 5. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. The people fall under thee. The people fall under thee. Under who? Well, verse four, he's talking about the Lord. You can see that because he says, and in thy majesty, ride prosperously. Ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. Talking about the sons of God here. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Who is the right hand? That's Jesus. That's Christ. The right hand of God. Uh, verse six, it says, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. It never ends. That's the truth. From everlasting to everlasting, he is God. And the heavens do rule. And the heavens do rule. And the heavens do rule. Not the prince of darkness. Not the prince of this world. Not the prince and the power of the air. But the heavens do rule. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Right. Righteousness over evil, over wrong. Good God, bad devil. Like another woman of God said. <laughs> let's just, she said, let's just make it elementary. God, good, devil, bad. You Are we seeing it? Is it clear? Is the focus clear? God good, devil bad. Simple. So what do we see? Bad, that means devil. Where is God? That means we need to be looking to the hills from what's cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord. We need to be looking steadfastly unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. The author and the finisher of our faith. That's who we should be looking to, looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Glory to God Almighty. Glory to God Almighty. Let me see. Mm -hmm. And then he says, uh, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Okay, verse seven, he says, thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Well, if we hate wickedness, why do we entertain it so much? Why do we like looking at it so much? Why do we like thinking about it so much? Why do we like talking about it so much? You know, he said such and such and such. You know, they said such and such. Oh, Biden said such and such and such. Oh, Trump said such and such. And such. Oh, blah, 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 blah. you know, CNN. Uh, you, uh, uh. We're always talking about and thinking about what somebody else said. You know, we repeat what they say. But are we repeating 
wickedness or righteousness? Which one? Which one? The Lord says in this day, in this, in this hour, I want you to watch your words. Don't waste your words talking about insignificant things. Things that don't matter. Don't waste your words talking about the wickedness of man. Now, I, I want to make something clear to you. I want to make something clear to you. Because, yeah, what you're what you what you you speak about, that's where your focus is going to be. And you're going to be thinking about that thing all day. You're going to be thinking about it. Now, I want to make a uh, 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 make something clear to you. As I said before, by way of the Holy Ghost. There is a people. There are a people. They are called the prophets of the Lord. His holy apostles and prophets of the Lord. And there are people who are prophetic in nature. There are people that God has, 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 has told them to look into the darkness and see what's out there. And then warn the people. Well, if you have to look into the dark, how can you warn the people unless you're looking into the darkness? But these are people who God understand. He know, he's, he's, he's not saying that to just everybody. I want, I want you to know that. He's not saying that to just everybody. Because a babe, if a babe go out there and start looking into the darkness, they're going to get lured into the darkness and they're going to wander off and end up somewhere, you know, captive in the enemy's camp. No. But there are a people... That's why I'm making this clear to you. There are a people, uh, there is a people that God has called to look into the darkness, see what is out there, and warn the people for the purpose of warning the people and for the purpose of war. That is what he's talking about. You say, well, Shelly, I, I, I'm not supposed to look at it. I'm not supposed to look at it. I'm not supposed to look at it, you know. But if you, if the spirit of God has, has led you, you know, or if you understand your level of spiritual maturity and that the Holy Ghost is showing you something or telling you or asking you, watchmen, what of the night? What's out there? That means that he has given you an assignment. He wants you to get on the wall, stand on the watchtower and see what the Lord will say about what's out there. Warn the people about what's out there. And these people are called the prophets of the Lord. The prophets of the Lord. Mm -hmm. The holy prophets. <laughs> Let me specify because the Lord have mercy. We got so many people out here calling themselves prophet and they prophet lying. But, but, but you, we are called to look into that darkness. You know, so that's not what we're talking about here. When I say focus on the truth, focus on the light, focus on Jesus, focus on the word. We're talking about prayer. And then letting the Holy Ghost uh, uh, lead us into the areas of prayer. And if he leads us into some dark places, then that we. You, you know what I'm saying? It's war. It's on. 
it's on and popping. You see what I'm saying? So we, we have to understand this is kingdom business and kingdom business often, always, always includes war. It always includes war because there can be no real peace without war. There can be no real peace without war. You ought to watch some of those uh, uh, good war movies. You know, I found one on Netflix uh, called The King. I really like that one. Yeah, it's called The King. I really like that one. I like um, uh, Gladiator. I like uh, 300. I like... Um, uh, Hmm. I, I can give you a couple more, but I'm not going to do it right now because I can't even think about them right now. But there's some there's some pretty good, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I like to watch stuff like that. And I like to watch uh, survival, you know, shows and stuff like that. Survival movies and stuff when people are, you know, stranded on the sea or, you know, <laughs> stranded, you know, in an in a ice storm, in a blizzard, you know, stuff like I love watching stuff like that. And I like watching mysteries because uh, I like to, you know engage my, you know, <laughs> engage my brain and try to figure stuff out, you know, work them brain muscles. But yeah, uh, this is what we're talking about. The kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. I'm going to read verse nine and then we're going to go. Um, okay. Uh, verse seven, it says, uh, thou lovest righteousness and, and hatest wickedness. Therefore, God, thy God hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. You see that? You, because you love righteousness and you hate wickedness, you won't behold it. David said, I will not behold wickedness. I will not, uh, I will not look upon it with my eyes. They, that's what David said. I will not behold it. I'm not going to behold it. And David was the king. Now, let me let's get this clear. He was a man of war. He was a man of war and he never lost a battle. He never lost a battle. So that tells you he'd been in some dark places. He has experienced and done some dark things. David was a killer. But this man is saying. My heart is indicting a good matter. He's saying, I love righteousness. I'm not going to behold wickedness. I'm going to, I'm not going to let that thing take me through my eyes. I'm not going to let it take my mind and my imaginations and my thoughts and run off with them. Devil, you a liar. Devil, you a liar. This is my kingdom. This is my kingdom. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore, God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness. Now, if we've been anointed with the oil of gladness because we love righteousness and hate wickedness, then why are we sad? Why are we weary? Why are we depressed? Why are we tired? Why are we anxious and stressed out? He says, I have anointed you with the oil of gladness. 
Isaiah 61, uh, 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 it says, Jesus is saying, you know, the I've given you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, the oil of joy for the spirit of mourning. But many of us are mourning and sad, depressed, scared, and all this because we're looking into the darkness. We're looking left and looking right. And we're not looking into the darkness for the purpose of warning the people. We're, we're not looking into the darkness for the purpose of war and tearing stuff down slaying in prayer but we're looking into the darkness and we're letting the darkness put fear in us we're letting that darkness enter us and consume us and fill us up empty that mess out of there get that stuff out of there i have anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows so people should be able to look up to you and say, how can you rejoice in a time like this? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, how can you rejoice? Because I'm the bride. I'm, I'm, I'm married. I'm getting married. <laughs> That's why I can rejoice. I'm, I'm about to see my king. The, my king is coming. That's why I can rejoice. Have you not heard of the marriage supper of the lamb? It's in Revelation. That's why I rejoice. All through the Bible, marriage, marriage. I'm getting married. That's why I rejoice. I hear the voice of the bridegroom coming. I hear the voice of the bridegroom coming. Because I have oil. I have oil. And I'm going to meet him. I'm going to meet him. <laughs> and this is going to spark a new beginning. This is, this is a new beginning. A new beginning. You'll never see me. You, you, you'll never see me like this again. You'll never see me like this again. You can ready to see me in a way you've never seen me before, baby. You've never seen me like this before. I'm talking about a glorified body. I'm talking about glory walking this earth. I'm talking about glory walking this earth. A new earth. A new one. A new one. New heaven and a new earth. What does that say? Let your heavens, your mind be renewed, and therefore your body will be renewed and transformed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As you walk this new earth, new earth, you see? Are we seeing it? Are we seeing it? He has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. They should be able to look up at you say, why? I, you see, I got this in my prayer life in my prayer time I got this in my closet that's how I got this you see I was telling my sister yesterday um I was telling my sister yesterday my sister said glory she over there shouting I was telling my sister yesterday that God gave me a revelation about the five wise and the five foolish virgins and the revelation he gave me was the reason that the five wise virgins could not give any oil to the five foolish, 
Remember the five foolish virgins, when they heard that the, that, that the bridegroom was coming, you know, they were sleeping. That means they were not praying. They were sleeping. And she was talking about the revelation that God gave to her about, um, about, uh, when Jesus, mm -hmm. he was talking about, uh, the, when, uh, uh the, the disciples, you know, when Jesus took, um, uh, Peter, James, and John up there, um, and told them to just stay here and, and, and pray, you know, and I'm going, you know, on and, 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 and I'll be back. And he came back and found them sleeping, not only once, <laughs> you know, and he had to rebuke. He, he was like, you can't tarry with me at least one hour. You can't pray with me at least one hour. You can't pray with me. I, I thought you were my bride. You're supposed to be able to hold me down. You're supposed to be able to hold me down. I am presenting you to my father shortly. I'm about to present you to my father as my bride. And you can't hold me down. You can't pray with me one hour. What kind of woman are you? What kind of woman are you? I see some stuff got to be worked out of you first. Okay. We're going to take care of that. I see it. You know, you got some unbelief in there. You got some, some fear. Maybe you got some weariness in there because fear does make you weary. You know, you got some stuff in you that I have to work out first. I, okay. That's all right. That's all right. You know, because God, you know, it, when, the first son, Adam, you know, he, he went to prepare the place for Eve and, and God had him to go in there first and prepare the place. And guess what? When, 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 when God brought the bride to him, he looked at her and he, he realized, okay, I got to work on you too. <laughs> I got to work on you. I got to work on you. I have to be, I have to be, have the ability, the capacity to work on you, to cleanse you, to wash you, to wash you. Jesus washes us with the water of the word. He loves his bride. He said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to abandon you just because you can't pray with me one hour. I, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to wash you. I'm going to wash you. My sister said, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. Yes, that was the, that's what the Lord was showing her yesterday and uh, or had shown her and she was sharing it with me. Right. And I began to share with her what the Lord shared with me about the, the, the virgins and, and, and they heard the voice of the bridegroom, uh, you know, the, the five wise virgins got up and left. You know what I'm saying? They heard the voice. They was out of there. You know, <laughs> it's like it's time. And, 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 and the five foolish virgins were sleeping. And when they woke up, they realized they didn't have any oil. Right. They didn't have any oil because they had not been praying in the spirit. And so what happened was they went to the five wise virgins and said, hey, give us some of your oil. And they said, no, we not, uh, not because we don't want to, but because we can't, 
You see what I got, I got it in revelation. I got it in the spirit realm when I was in prayer. I got it in the throne room of heaven. It was an experience. I can't give you this. I can tell you about it, but I can't give it to you. I can't give it to you. I can't give it to you. Amen. My sister said, that's it. Glory, 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 glory. I mean, we had a time in the spirit yesterday. My God, we're going to start recording our calls some kind of way. We know we can't do it on the phone. Um, but when we get together and it's not often, it's not, not very often these days because the Lord has us both busy. But when we get together, I'm telling you, it's a time in the Lord. It is a time in the Lord that you would not want to miss. <laughs> and, and we want to share it with you. Uh, I'm developing a, a little something called um, kingdom combos or kingdom conversations, uh, something of, of that. And uh, uh, we're going to try to figure out how we can live stream it, you know. Well, it's easy to live stream, but we have to catch it. That's the problem. We have to catch it when the oil, you know, is flowing. It just starts flowing and we just start sharpening each other. And we're going boom, boom, back and forth, you know, and we just like, you know, just the spirit of God is just all in that thing. And I'm telling you, um, so many things comes out. You know, he starts to say so many things and so many utterances. And if you don't catch it live, you know, it's a spontaneous thing, right? So if you don't catch it live, like if we try to record it after we already in there, it's not going to be the same. So we have to figure out a way to, when we get on the phone, say, hello, okay, can you get on live stream? Yeah, I can get on. Okay, let's get on and talk <laughs> so we can share it with you guys. And that's another project that I hope I can uh, release to you guys. Yeah, utterance, utterances, spontaneous, like spontaneous worship. You know, it's a moment. It's an experience. And it cannot be duplicated. It cannot be duplicated. This cannot be duplicated. So you see, <laughs> this is the reason why that the five foolish, uh, five wise virgins could not share their oil. They could not give that oil to those five foolish virgins. There was a reason that they were called foolish. <laughs> it's because they let their oil, they went to sleep and they let their oil run out. That was the reason. And the Lord called them foolish. The five, the five wise virgins didn't call them foolish. But the Bible called them foolish. That means God called them foolish. The Lord said, I don't want to marry a foolish woman. I want to marry a wise woman. I got to give you wisdom. I want to marry a virtuous queen. I have to give you virtue. I have to make you patient in tribulation. I have to give, I have to put my love in you. My love into you. My love into you. Catch that revelation. Catch that revelation. They went to sleep. They were not, mm -hmm. they were not ready. Mm-hmm. And they were not prepared. Uh, like I told you last week, you know, uh, imagine, you know, you go to a wedding, the bridegroom, his best man and the bridesmaids and all them. They're up there at the altar. They're waiting for the bride to come in. And then when the bride 
doors, when the doors open, you know, and the bride is standing there, she's looking all beautiful. You know, she just looks wonderful. I mean, you know, you've never seen her like this before. Wow. Wow. And then she starts to walk. The bridegroom is crying. He's tearing up. He's like, oh, you know, <laughs> he is he is excited. His father, his parents, they're excited. Everybody's so excited. And then she starts to walk and she starts to stumble and she starts to, you know, what, what, what happened to you? Is she drunk? Is she sleepy? Obviously, she's not ready to be married. She's not ready. She's not ready. She's not ready. That's what this pandemic was about. I told you, the Lord said it is a huge crucible. It is a crucible. <laughs> it's going to make us all ready. It's going to wake us up, sober us like some Jim Bean. I'm telling you. And I don't drink Jim Bean. <laughs> I used to. Yeah. It's going to sober us up. It's going to sober us up and make us wide awake and ready. Yeah. This is what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. The bride getting ready. Removing the spots, the wrinkles, the blemishes. You know? Perfecting that which concerns us. Perfecting that which concerns our faith. Perfecting that which concerns our love. We have to be made perfect in love. You know, we, that means we can't be selfish out here. We can't be selfish out here, man. So many people are selfish and that's why they're sleeping. Those disciples were inconsiderate. That man was suffering. And they say they loved him. Oh, God. The Lord was going through. He said, I need to go and pray this thing through right, you know. And he was a man of prayer now. He was a man of prayer. But, but so many of us are selfish. We're not praying for others. Because we, we can barely pray for ourselves. We're talking about how to slay in prayer here. We got to rise up to another level of thinking. Kingdom thinking. Kingdom thinking. Kingdom thinking. That's, you know, that's, that's what it's about. It's about kingdom. It's not about church. It's not about religion. It's not about membership. It's not about numbers. It's not about money. It's about kingdom. It's not about influence. You know, it's about kingdom. Sorry, Africans churches but it's not about just getting a husband or just getting married and having babies that's not all that Jesus is for I'm sorry you know degree wedding baby they stop right there they stop that's they think that's all the Lord can give them that's you know now I'm blessed with well, mm -hmm. I'm blessed. The Lord didn't bless me. That's why I come to church. 
That's why I come to church. Because I want that. No. Uh-uh. This is about kingdom business. This is about becoming something. Becoming the sons of God. Becoming. Becoming. Not depending. Not waiting on. Him to do something for you. He's not a genie in a bottle. He's not Santa Claus. He is the Lord. He is the Lord. He is our father. Not a God that you can go put some stuff mess on the altar and throw that up there and then expect him to, you know, give you what you want. This is not the law of manifestation. This is not, this ain't the, 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 the law of, you know, this ain't no new age religion. What the heck is that? What, what are we doing, y'all? What are we doing? We got to focus on the kingdom. Focus on the kingdom. Realize, wake up and realize that you are the bride of Christ. You are the bride of Christ. You are the bride of Christ. I'm coming with a message next week. I started on it already. We, we are the bride of Christ. We started this series. We are the bride of Christ. John, read the book of John, man. Mm. We are the bride of Christ. Read the book of John about when God, when the Lord, um, when the Lord, um, um, when the Lord, um, uh, John 17, excuse me, John 17, when the Lord Jesus began to pray, when he began to pray and he began to tell the Lord, you know, I have accomplished what you, what you sent me to do. And, and I am presenting them. I'm praying for, for, for them. Now, I'm not praying for the world. I'm praying for them because they're in the world, but they're not of the world, you know, but they're married to me that I have washed them with the water of the word. I have covered them. I have, I have gave, given my life for them. I have given my life for them. I have laid it down for them. Now I am risen. See, we can't stop at the death. We have to, we have to move on to the resurrection. <laughs> we got to move on to the resurrection. Many of us are still at the grave like Mary weeping, mourning. Oh, they, they put them on the cross. Oh, mm. They put him on the cross. He died for our sin. He died for our sin. He died for our sin. Yes, that was the message. And that is the message of the gospel and forever will be. But there is more to the gospel. The gospel is the good news that he is risen from the dead and he is seated far above all things. And we are seated with him. How about that revelation? Can we preach that now today? Can we preach that? Take them crosses from around your neck. Wearing no doggone cross. For what? I'm crucified with him. Nevertheless, I live. I don't need a cross around my neck. So the devil can point me out and say, oh, she's a Christian. Let's get her. <laughs> you know, we got something to prove. So we're going to wear a cross. Oh, come on now. 
If we can come up out of these outward manifestations trying to show everybody and prove to everybody and half the people majority of the people that wear them crosses ain't even they don't even have no relationship with the lord they ain't even intimate with god they don't know nothing about no crucifix crucified life nothing about no crucified life i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live i'm not on the cross anymore he's not on the cross anymore he is risen from the dead. We're talking about resurrection power here. We're talking about the kingdom of heaven here. The kingdom of glory here. That's what we're talking about. Focus on that. Look to the future and focus on that. Focus on that. It says verse nine, let me read verse nine and I'm going to get you on verse nine. Uh, Psalm 45. Uh, I was at verse seven. It says he has anointed thee with the oil. We got to keep our oil, the oil of gladness because we get married. What bride ain't glad? You know, rejoice, O ye heavens, but woe be to the inhabitants of the earth. For the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because he knows that his what time is short. Devil, you on a short leash. You just, you know, better get on up out of here with that nonsense. You ain't fooling nobody. We are laughing at you. We are laughing at you. He that sitteth in the heaven shall surely laugh. But rejoice, O ye heavens. So are you sitting in the heavens or are you sitting in the earth? Are you focused on the heavens or are you focused on the earth? What you going to focus on? Because that determines your perspective and that determines where you are going. According to your faith, be it unto you. If you focus on this stuff, guess what? You're going to be swallowed up in it. But the Lord said, come out of her. My people who are called by my name, come out of her. Because I am destroying that system. Why are you staring at it? Lot's wife, keep looking at that system. Keep looking back at that stuff. That's Sodom and Gomorrah. We're living in a modern day Sodom and Gomorrah. And when he said, come out. Because I'm getting ready to destroy the system. Understand me well. The systems of this world. The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our God, of our Lord, and of his Christ. Is, is that clear? He's destroying that, but we're looking back like Lot's wife. We're looking back at what happened in the past. We're being trapped in past experiences. We're being trapped in past memories. We're longing for people in the past. Some of them have moved on into glory. They passed on into glory. They're not here anymore. The Lord says, now Moses, my servant is dead, Joshua. Oh, God. Are you going to go into the promised land or are you just going to think about it? Look at it.
Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go? Because we be well able to possess the land. Don't you want to go? Are we going to be like the children that were stuck and trapped in unbelief and it neutralized their faith and their future? They couldn't go nowhere. They said, we ain't nothing but grasshoppers compared to that. The Lord says, uh -uh. don't look back. Focus on your future. Focus on what's ahead of you. Focus on the glory that shall be revealed. Focus on the end of a thing. Focus. These light afflictions are but for a moment, but they are working for us a far more eternal, exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Focus. Focus on the glory. The wedding day is a glorious day. Oh, there's going to be there's celebrate. You can celebrate right now. The oil of joy. Go on and celebrate. Doggone devil got you sitting up there looking crazy, making a fool out of you, trying to make a fool out of us. Come on. We got to focus. We have to focus. <laughs> we got to focus. The Lord says, stop looking at that, because if you keep looking at that, you're going to be trapped there. Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt. She wasn't. <laughs> she, she couldn't go nowhere. She got stuck there. And she died right there. She died right there. You know. So he says, uh, I'm trying to get to verse nine here. Oh, oh, Holy Ghost, help me. Um. All of gladness above thy fellows, all thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory places whereby they have made thee glad. I want to tell you that, oh gosh, when Esther, <laughs> I'm not going to go into no long revelation, but when Esther, think about Esther. We talked about her last week, right? Okay. The, it, it says, I, I told you to focus on, right? The, 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 the ointments. Mm-hmm. The ointments, they're, they're significant. They mean something. They had to bathe in those ointments, in those uh, ointments, um, in those spices of myrrh. They had to bathe in that and soak in that. They, they Their preparation process was, was 12 months before they could go in uh, before the king, before they could go in and, you know, come together with the king. They had to prepare themselves. They had to soak for 12 months in the, in the oil. <laughs> and then they were, and then they were, uh, they were, then they, they put perfume and, you know, uh, 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 you know, good smelling stuff all, all over them. And they had to go in there. They were smelling good. They was, you know, soft and, you know, all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it says, all thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia. Out of the ivory places, the, the, the best, the best, nothing but the best. 
This was nothing but the best that this woman came and rubbed on the feet of Jesus. She anointed his feet with nothing but the best. She was preparing him for burial with nothing but the best. The disciples said, oh my God, you're wasting money here. <laughs> Jesus said, leave her alone. No, she's not. She knows exactly what I want. She knows exactly what I need. She's my bride. Mm -hmm. uh, verse 9 says, The king's daughters, king's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. The queen. You see, Esther became the queen because she was chosen to be queen. There were many women, you know, there were many virgins, many virgins that were taken into the, you know, into the king's quarters. There were many virgins that they, that they took in there. And then they had a year long preparation of these virgins. And then the, the, there was one that was chosen. They went in one by one as they were chosen before the king. And if that virgin pleased the king, then she was, she, she was sent to another house, you know, that was more special. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Now you're, you're sent to a special place because he wants to call on you more often. He likes you. You know, he enjoys your company. <laughs> the, Dan, the book of Daniel talks about those that were able to stand before the king. But there's a people that are able to stand before the king, not just tread his courts, but stand. See, no liar can stand in the presence of the Lord. They can't tarry. The devil can't tarry there. He can come there. He receives authorization and then he has to go. He cannot, because he, can, he can't stare at the glory of, of God that long. It consumes him. It consumes him. You see, why we have to become glory carriers. You see, it consumes him. He can't stand the glory of God. It literally consumes him. I bet when he's standing there asking, can he do this and can he do that? And, and he, he just got his head down the whole time. He can't even look at the Lord. He can't even behold his face. Talking about the devil that you that, that you so scared of. The devil that you so terrified of. The devil that you so tormented by. He can't even look steadfastly unto the glory of God. He can't even look him in the eye. But you see, the virgin, the one who is undefiled, who goes in before the king, and she, the, the, Bible, said, the Bible says, they could not 
look at the king. They were forbidden to look the king in the eye. You see, they were forbidden to look the king in the eyes. So they had to hold their heads down and answer him. But unto Esther, the king said, look at me. <laughs> he chose her. He said, send her to the special. I like her. I want to see her again. And then God put Esther in a situation where she had to stand in the gap as an intercessor. She could not miss this one. She could not miss this one. She had to focus. She had to focus on helping her people, setting her people free. She had to focus on being a sacrificial lamb. She had to focus <laughs> on crucifying her flesh. She had to fast and pray. She said, you know what? Let me fast. Let me just call a fast. We're all going to fast and pray. See, she was chosen as queen. But this queen was wise. She was a wise bride. She said, let me focus myself now. Let's, let us all have three days of prayer and fasting. I'm going to call a fast. And I want us all to fast. And pray. For me. Because I am going before the king. And, and I'm going to look at the king. I'm going, <laughs> you see, she, when she went before the king, she said, if I have found favor in your sight, oh God, I bet his heart just did 9,000. I bet, you know, because what, because his answer was, yeah, you have, you have, mm -hmm. you know, I bet, you know, <laughs> she stole his heart right there. She stole his heart. Again, right there. He said, oh, you're no longer just my chosen queen. You're my elect lady. You're my elect lady. To the elect lady, this is what the Lord says. To the elect lady, the Lord says. The king's daughters were among the honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people and thy father's house. That's what Esther had to do. Mm -hmm. She had to forget about, she, had to, she was taken from the house of Mordecai, who was her quote-unquote father. He was her guardian. You know, it, it says, he said, forget that, forget, forget, forget Abraham, forget, come out, come out, forget Lot's wife, forget, forget that. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty for he is thy Lord and worship thy him, worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. 
The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of rock gold. And it goes on to talk about how she shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her shall be brought. And then it says with gladness and what? Rejoicing. Shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. I'm speaking to the elect lady. I'm speaking to the elect lady. The elect lady. That's who, we're, that's who we're talking about. Talking to the elect lady here. And the Lord says focus. Because when Esther focused. She didn't miss. Her people were set free. Because of her faith and her focus. Because of her faith and her focus. And she was. She became not only favored, but most favorable. Most favorable. Really blessed and highly favored. For real, for real. <laughs> blessed and highly favored. For real, for real. Amen. So the Lord is saying focus. Glory to God. He is saying focus. He's saying focus and you won't miss. You have, you know, when you look at the target. You see the target? This is uh, 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 the spirit of lawlessness. I see the spirit of lawlessness. I bind the spirit of lawlessness. I cast you out in Jesus' name. I banish you from, from my kingdom in Jesus' name. You know, when you see your target, and you then you have to focus on it in order to take it out. You can't just look at the target. You have to focus on the target. And I told you before, some people need a, a scope to focus. Some people need some bifocals. Some people need a magnifying glass. Some, whatever you got to use to focus. Uh -huh -huh. Whatever you have to use to focus. Whatever you have to use to focus. What scripture, what word do you have to use to focus? What do you have to use to focus? What do you have in your hand? What do you have in your hand, in your arsenal? What do you have to help you focus? Because that's what you need to pull out. That's your arrow. You know, you hit that demon of distraction first. You take him out. You know, the enemy of uh, uh, send decoys. You know what I'm saying? Decoys. You think it's the real thing that you're fighting against, but it's not. It's just a decoy. It precedes the real thing. It's just a decoy. And you have to take the decoy out first. And when you take the decoy out, now you're dealing with the real deal. We see? Do we see? So take that demon of distraction out first. Take that demon of weariness out first. Take them out first. They're easy to knock off. You want the big boy, the giant, lawlessness, you know, pride, greed. You want Jezebel, you know. You want to knock, you want to take these out, these kind, these kind, 
We want to take them out. Antichrist, take him out. Take him out. You can see the target if you focus first. In prayer, if you focus first. Take out the decoys first. Take out the foot soldiers first. You know? Are we seeing it? Are we seeing it? Take them out. Don't just look at them. Don't just look at them. Don't just be, let them little imps paralyze you in fear and you don't want to pray no more. You know, we, we, we got to take them out first and then go on in there and do the work and do the work. And the work is easy. The work is easy in the Lord because the, the Holy Spirit is helping. We got to remember that the Holy Spirit is our helper. He's our helper. You're not in this by yourself. He's our helper. He is there to help you when you know not what to pray. He is there to help you, not do it all for you. That's why you're praying. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> That's why God called you to prayer. He called you to pray. <laughs> there is the Holy Ghost helping you because he knows the perfect will of God. He knows what he wants you to say. And he's the one that's fueling your mouth. He's the one fueling your mouth. But you got to focus. And the, and, 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 and the focus, you know, the real focus is the kingdom. You got to know your why. Know your why. It's, it's, it's because this kingdom got to No, no. We see, we've been living all this time in the devil's kingdom. We've been in captivity all this time to the devil's kingdom. It's time for us to establish our kingdom. Establish it. It's here, but it's not been established it is not manifesting, you know, it's not ruling the earth. Let me say that. It's not ruling the earth. It has to rule through us. We have to make, we have to do it. We got to run it. We got to do it. And the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, <laughs> is our helper. He's our helper. Our comforter. I am here to assist, to help you. Because you are the sons of God. I came to help you. You see? We want to see this thing, this world full of, you know, kingdom men, kingdom women, righteousness, you know, truth in the earth. Instead of gross darkness everywhere, we want to see truth everywhere. We want to see love everywhere. We want to see peace everywhere. Peace, you know, to all men. Peace on earth and goodwill to all men for real, for real. Then this is what we got to do. We got to bring it. The Lord said, bring it. Bring it. Bring it into the earth. Stop being distracted and bring it into the earth. Speak it into the earth just like I did. The Lord says, create it. 
I showed you what to do. Now do it. Your words have power, so much power, more than you know, more than you know, more than you know. I tell you another little, little decoy, little foot soldier is that slowfulness, that laziness. You got to take that joker out first. But some of us don't, don't pray just because we, just because we're slowful, you know, we procrastinate, we drag, you know in there and stuff because the flesh, the flesh, the flesh, the flesh, the flesh, you know, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is always willing. The flesh is weak. The flesh is weak, but you got to drag it, a joker in there. And then you get, just got to start using your mouth. And then you, you know, if you don't know what to say, the Holy Spirit, praying in the whole, build up your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. Pray in your heavenly language. Pray in tongues. And if you don't have your tongues yet, sing and worship. Ask for tongues. Pray for, pray for God to give you your heavenly language. But if you don't have it yet, worship. Sing to the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Don't forget about worship. Worship your way in. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. Amen. Glory to God. So this is uh, all I have for you today. God bless you all for uh, being with me, for watching, for listening. Thank you so much uh, for being here. And um, I think I have uh, today 11 people on the podcast. Amen. Glory to God. 11 people on the live podcast. Thank you all. God bless you. Uh, may the Lord uh, bless you and make his face to shine continually upon you. May his glory be revealed upon you and in you or in you and upon you in Jesus mighty name, in Jesus mighty name. I pray, Father God, that we will open our eyes, that you will open our eyes like you uh, open the eyes of Gehazi, that we may see that there are more for us and more with us than there are against us. That we are more than the enemy. That we are more than they. I pray, Father God, that uh, that you will drive out every uh, spirit of distraction. Every spirit of distraction. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that you will grace us, Father, uh, to behold your glory and not to look to the left nor to the right, but to look steadfastly unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, the beginning and the end. I thank you, Father God, for the new beginning. I pray tonight, Father God, and I bind the spirit of distraction. I cast it out of the body of Christ. I cast it out of every one of my brothers, every one of my sisters in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every one of our leaders, the spirit of distraction has to go. We bind the spirit of distraction. We cast you out. We bind the spirit of fear. We cast you out. We bind the spirit of delusion. We cast you out. We bind the spirit of confusion. We cast you out. We bind the spirit of weariness. In the name of Christ Jesus. And we cast you out. In Jesus mighty name. The Lord rebuke you. And the blood of Jesus Christ is against you. The word says be not weary in well doing. For you shall reap in due season. If you faint not. You shall reap in due season. If you faint not. You shall reap in due season. If you faint not. Our Father who art in heaven, neither fainteth, neither is he weary. 
He never he he's not he 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 never faints nor is he weary. In fact, he never sleeps nor slumbers. He never sleeps nor slumbers. The Bible says that he 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 fainteth not, neither is he weary. May you run and not be weary. May you walk and not faint. May you run and not be weary. May you walk and not faint. Wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. Not wait as in sit around and do nothing. Not wait as in sit and look. And observe others while they do and you don't do. Not wait and do nothing. But wait as in attendance like a waitress or a waiter in a restaurant. Attend upon the needs of the kingdom. Attend upon the commandments of the Lord. Attend, attend, attend. Serve. Serve, serve him, serve, serve. They that wait upon the Lord shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall walk and not faint. And they shall receive their due reward. They shall receive their just reward. There is a reward for not fainting. Apostle Paul said, I have ran my course. I have finished my race. You see. So let's run in victory. Let's run understanding Thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph always in Christ Jesus. If you just keep running, you will not be defeated. If you just keep running, you will always win. You will always win. A winner never quits and a quitter never wins. A winner never quits and a quitter never wins. There's a song that says, running for Jesus, I'm not tired yet. I'm not tired yet. I'm not tired yet. So run on in the Lord. <laughs> a little lady I used to know years ago, mighty woman of God. She was my apostle's mother. She said, I can't quit. I got to run on and see what the end is going to be. I'm going to I'm going to run on and see what the end is going to be. She ran well. She ran well. <laughs> she ran well. God bless you. God bless you all. I pray for the spirit of refreshing Restoration. I release times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord upon you today. In Jesus' mighty name, times of refreshing. Times, 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 experiences of refreshing that will refresh you in prayer. That will refresh you 
in your journey that will refresh you in your daily walk. You refresh times of refreshing. Rivers of living water, fountains of living water. May they spring up in you today because you believe as the scripture has said. Let out of your belly flow rivers of living water and you shall drink from the wells of your salvation today. In Jesus mighty name. In Jesus mighty name. In Jesus mighty name. This is my prayer for you today. I speak peace. I speak the shalom of God. I speak the shalom of the kingdom of heaven. The shalom of heaven over you. In Jesus mighty name today. Receive his peace. May your peace be still. And may it remain in Jesus mighty name. May your heart forever rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. In Jesus name I pray. Your eyes will be open. Your ears will be open. That God will give you a word and a wisdom. A mouth. A word and a wisdom. That the enemy cannot refuse. He cannot refute. He cannot fight against it. Because it is the spirit of truth. It is simply the truth. May the spirit of truth fill you today. May the spirit of truth. Fill you today in Jesus mighty name. Teach you all things. Lead you into all truths. In Jesus name we pray. Father I thank you. For the victory that belongs unto the saints of God. I thank you. Hallelujah. For the expected end. Which is victory. He says my thoughts for you are good. They're not evil. Thoughts of peace. To bring you to and expected end. And the end of a thing is always greater than the beginning. The end of a thing is a new day and a new beginning, a new heaven and a new earth. The Lord says, behold, I make all things new. I make all things new. I make all things new. Don't let the devil talk you out of your future. Don't let the devil talk you out of your promise. Don't let the devil talk you out or lead you away from your destiny, your purpose, your blessing, your blessing, your blessing. He says, become futuristic. You know, the world is all, they're always forever trying to be futuristic, showing you people on Mars that people are not only move, going and visiting Mars, but they're moving to Mars. That's what the movies, you know, that's what they show you, show us, right? They're thinking ahead. They're thinking into the future. The Bible says that the children of this world are wiser than the children of light. They are looking into the future. Why are you not looking into the future? Because your future is brighter than theirs. Your future is a kingdom. They're portraying an image that's not real, but your future is real. It is secure. It is secure. And he says again, that thing that I put in your heart to do, the vision I gave you, many of you wrote it down 
and then you stuck it in a drawer and you have abandoned it and you've let COVID-19 and you've let, you know, all of this stuff that's going on, you let it distract you from your vision. You let it distract you. You let it disappoint and discourage you from carrying out the vision that I placed in you. You're saying you, the devil is lying to you. He's telling you it's too late. It's never, it's not too late. It's not too late. As long as you have breath in your body, it's not too late. Take advantage of the breath. Take advantage of the breath. Go ahead and take a second win. A second win. A second win, he says. And finish the race. Finish the race. Finish the race. Because it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. Until God says it's over. And it's never over in him. Because from everlasting to everlasting, he is God. He is eternal. We are eternal beings. It's never over. That's the truth of the matter. That's why the devil tries to tell us that it's over. Because he knows that in us, with us, it's never over. (laughs) It's never over. Penina tried to convince Hannah that it was over for her. You're never going to have children. But the Lord says it's never over. Get rid of Penina. We bind the spirit of Penina. We bind the spirit of Penina, you lying demon. We cast you out in Jesus' name. We cast you out in Jesus' name. Every lying demon, every spirit of Penina that's vexing, every spirit of Penina that is lying, that is tormenting, that is picking on you. The devil is a liar. We cast this spirit of a, of a, a panina into the abyss. We render, we render you helpless. You will never give birth again. We, we curse your seed. Your seed is already cursed. In Jesus' name, Hannah shall bring forth. Hannah shall bring forth. She shall bring forth the promise. And the dragon will not be able to devour it. She shall bring forth the promise. Mary shall bring it forth. She shall bring it forth. She shall bring it forth. King Herod tried to destroy it. He tried to kill it. He couldn't. Because it was eternal. It was eternal. It is eternal. He is eternal. You can't kill eternal, devil. You can't kill eternal. I speak life and life more abundantly to every vision in your life. I command those dry bones to get up and live, put on sinew, put on strength and live and fight and war. In in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Christ Jesus. In the name of the Lord of hosts. The lion of the tribe of Judah. 
Get up and live. Get up and fight. Get up and war. Get up. Get up. Get up. Set your focus. Set yourself in battle array. And take out Goliath in the name of Jesus in your own life first. In your own life first. In your own life first. Take him out. In your own prayer life, take him out. In Jesus' name, may every prayer life be restored. I release the spirit of prayer, the spirit of intercession. I know I'm going long, but I'm going strong. I release the spirit of prayer and intercession over you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may your prayer life be awakened. May your prayer be revived in Jesus' mighty name. I breathe the breath of life into your prayer life. The breath of life, the Holy Ghost breathes. The breath of life, the Holy Ghost is breathing it. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is breathing it. He's breathing it. He's breathing, he's giving it life again. The one who makes intercession is giving your prayers life again. He says, go on and fill up the bowls. Let your prayers become a memorial before me. Let your prayers and your alms become a memorial before me. Remembering that what you do in secret, I will reward you openly. In Jesus name, there is a great reward for those who will labor in prayer. There is a great reward for those who will labor in prayer. Don't you know that I am your real reward? The Lord says, I am your reward. And everything you need and could ever want or desire is in me. It's in me. A woman goes to her husband for everything she needs. She doesn't go to another man. Remember who you are. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Glory be to God Almighty this morning or this afternoon. Hallelujah. It is now the afternoon. God bless you all. Thank you for uh, journeying with me this morning. And I pray that you have a blessed and a wonderful day. And I'm going to let you go. And shalom be upon you. Peace be within your walls and prosperity within your gates. I speak the peace and prosperity of the kingdom of God upon you today. Walk with a kingdom mentality in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Make sure to share this video also. Make sure to share. Make sure to, uh, to spread the word. Spare, share. Share. Like, comment, and share to spread the truth everywhere. Share it. Share it for me, please. Amen? And subscribe. Follow me because we're going somewhere in the Lord. Amen? God bless you. Amen.